Welcome to the Territorial Fae Podcast, a podcast where boozy fae females discuss bookish adventures. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice. And this is, I think this is our first classic, right? It is. Yes. Okay, so Pride and Prejudice is one of my all-time favorite, like, hands of the Bible, all-time favorite books in the world. I love it so much. I think the first time I read it, I was eighth grade. Really? Really? I think so. Damn, I read it just within the past two years. I have always been a classic literature nerd I actually had um my mom when I was growing up cleaned houses and this house that she cleaned for a doctor um I had to have surgery when I was in the sixth grade and so I had to I was with her for quite a bit of of time when she would have to go and do these because I was out of school and I went and the the um doctor's wife was just basically adopted me I guess she was just like oh baby are you okay and spoiled me while I was there and then she started gifting me books because that was a big thing in her family they loved to read too and she gave me like really nice copies of Pride and Prejudice um Little Women and A Christmas Carol And so that's when I first started reading those books was because she gifted me those and I fell in love. Little Women and Pride and Prejudice have become two of my all-time favorite books in the world. So, oh, I'm Kaylee, by the way, if you guys want to know my voice. (laughs) It's a little late now. And I sound like shit because I have had COVID. So you're welcome. Fucking COVID. So you have been asking us to do a classic for (laughs) this whole time. Yes. (laughs) I think since we started, you're like, we need to discuss classics. And this is who we are. (laughs) Right. I know. Year later. (laughs) Hey, we're doing it. I can't believe it's been a year. Has it almost May? Yeah, May. May. That's Mm -hmm. so crazy. I know giveaway for our anniversary. We'll have to do like a celebration. Hey, the celebration is end of May. Good girl moving back. But what? We ready. So for me reading Pride and Prejudice, I just haven't done a lot of classics. I've been mostly fantasy young adult novels my whole life. And then Ange she loves the movie and the book mm-hmm. and I haven't at the time about two years ago I hadn't seen seen the movie either one and nor read the book so I, I was like my husband is working nights so I decided to watch the movie and I remember like texting her saying why did it take me so long to watch this movie yeah why I fell in love with it to where it is now my go-to movie, my feel-good movie. I put it on constantly. Like your comfort movie. Yes, it is. And I went to the library, I think the next day to see if they had a copy and they had this beautiful, I think it's like the children's illustrated or not children's. I don't know, but it's kind of like the one I just got from Lit Joy. 
but it had illustrations like six beautiful illustrations throughout the book and it was just so so beautiful and I read the book and I just fell even more in love with the story after reading the book so it was yeah this it made me like okay so this is a classic I think I can get into this if they're if they're like this um it took me a little the writing style obviously was different. Uh, it wasn't too hard for me, but they just, they speak differently, right? Back then. Yeah. And I was like, what did he actually mean? Let me read that again. Oh, okay. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but after like the first few chapters, I was like, okay, I got this. What I, um, and I guess I'll, I'll wait to talk more about it, but I, I just loved that although it was written, you know, a while ago and it was a classic, there's all the themes we see nowadays in it. The sassy woman, the mm-hmm. social classes, the banter between a female and a male. You still yeah. had all that. Miscommunication. Oh my gosh, miscommunication. So much miscommunication. And not for nothing it's written by a woman in a time when women were not allowed to, you know, be in the world other than in the home, you know, it's women weren't allowed to have voices like we are today. And she writes Elizabeth Bennett with such spunk. She does. And I think that's one of my (coughs) reasons why I like this book so much too, is because, you know, while she was writing this, she's also dissing the society she's growing up in because she doesn't like the fact that women do not have the rights that men do and the way they're just bred and married off and all this stuff so I enjoyed that aspect that she had the the like the strength and the courage to write a book Mm -hmm. like this when that wasn't very common the sass yeah the audacity (laughs) but Rachel (laughs) You, you feel differently though, right? I do. Um, (laughs) In preparation, I had gone to the library and checked it out and I started it. And yes, the, the difference in the way it's written from the time period to now made it very, very difficult for me. Um, I really struggled and I tried, I tried multiple times until I just gave up. Um, How far into it did you get? uh, About three or four chapters. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember like where that is. I mean, I think like, like with um, sitcoms and shows, like we usually give everything three episodes. So for me, and and usually most samples or teasers are like three or four chapters. Yeah. It just, it was really, really hard. I spent a lot of the time like you, Alicia going like, what the fuck is happening? What are we talking (laughs) about here? Like, what's the real goal? And and this... (laughs) Okay. Like, all right, well, I'll wait for that. But so I ended up not reading it and ended up watching the movie instead. However, you didn't like, you didn't even like the movie. Did you watch the one with, um, what's her face? What's what's her name? You didn't. Oh, I freaking love that movie. I know. Why don't you like the movie? You just devastated Alicia. I know. I feel bad for both. Like I was sitting over here like shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
is what I get for last week having Alicia on my side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is karma right here. I just, I, I just, I was bored. I, I, I you, I know, I you know <laughs> your faces. I'm so sorry. I just, I was really bored. I didn't connect with the story. Um, I don't know if it's because of the error, but I mean, I've watched period pieces like this before. I never like had any type of aversion to the yeah. time. So I mean, I like you like Bridgerton, but I mean, and, it's obviously way updated. I it's mean, not the same. Yeah. It's not the same. Um, mm-hmm. and even I think like with Outlander, even, you know, it's still back and forth. So I really don't think that can be classified. Well, um, Outlander is very, very violent. It has a lot of violence and sex and a lot yeah. of, you know, themes like that. And Pride and Prejudice, uh, you know, obviously written, like we said, by a woman in a time when women were not allowed to write. And, she, you know, they were taught purity and... It's like simpleton, maybe. I, I, not in a bad way. Yeah, it's definitely not simpleton, but it's very light. Yeah. It's not, there's, there are no dark undertones. Um, No, I I got annoyed too. Like, and again, it's the time, but like every time the mom would be like, Mr. Bennett, I just wanted to fucking punch her. Like, (laughs) hence why she's a character we love to hate. Yeah. Yes. Cause Mrs. Bennett sucks. She is the worst. The worst character in this book and Lydia. They are the worst. Uh, Yes. I wanted to punch her too. Like Wickham. And the actress. And Wickham. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Last night, like I I did. um, It's so funny because I'd been meaning to watch it, but yeah, Rob was gone. So I was like, this is the perfect time. So I put it on last night and started watching it and I just, and I'm a huge Kira Knightley fan and yeah. even Mr. Bennett, um, her dad is, what's his name? Uh, he was in Hunger Games. He was, he played President oh, yeah. Snow. Yeah. yeah, I can't think of his name, but I adore him. I love him and everything he's ever been in, like the Italian job, like he's so good of an actor he Mm -hmm. plays like a wonderful aside from hunger games he plays like a wonderful father figure yeah he's really kind of that take you under your wing um I did really really love his relationship with With um yes very much so the way he kind of saw her um was very beautiful to to see that she was different from the rest Mm -hmm. she had different expectations he yep. had expectations, I think, for her as well. Um, and I really loved that. I love that how they connected mm-hmm. much better than her lunatic of a mom. Yeah. Mrs. Bennett sucks, honestly. And I don't know if y'all knew this, but the first line of the book is one of the most classic lines in literature. Really? In, in English literature. Yeah. It's one of the most well-known and classic lines in English literature. Really? Why? What makes it like? It just, it's, it's, um. I guess it's just so poignant and so like oh, yeah it's a good line okay let's read it yeah go ahead Lisa you've already got it open it is a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be in want of a wife, of a wife. oh yeah. my god if that's not very point spot on with the with the timing here, <laughs> it is. So the the vocabulary, the language in this book to me is not old. 
Um, old to me is like Ed, Edgar Allan Poe. Um, yeah. But well, also, and I don't struggle to read his stuff. Like, ba- well, his poetry is fine. It's more of his um, longer literature that is a little more difficult okay. to get into. But it's things like Beowulf, those are hard for me. Yes. Like, classic Greek literature and things. Yeah. Those are hard. This to me, I feel like I just tumble into the world and I feel like I feel like the language is so musical and so beautiful that it literally soothes my soul when I read them because it feels so pure it feels so calming to me me dirty like I'm a bad person no (gasps) No. not at all I just keep saying so pure and I'm like I guess I'm a monster smuttist I just like (laughs) you do love you some smut (laughs) But oh, I love I, a good classic tale too. This I just love. It's it just feels so musical and so like makes my soul happy when I when I read the language. Okay, so what characters did you like the best in this? Rach? Um I do love little Miss Lizzie, Liz, mm. little Miss Elizabeth Bennett. I thought she was a firecracker and I liked it. Yeah. I like that she didn't take no shit. She just mm-hmm. kind of was like fuck you. Thank you for your, your engagement proposal, Mr. Collins. No, thank you. Like you dorky little guy. Uh, no. I, well, and then, you know, when, um, when Darcy proposed to her, she just like basically blew it up in his face and yes. was, and he literally was like, my favorite scene. Think? I actually have that scene right here with my, um, little do you please read my favorite scene which part let's see yeah she was she stuck it to him like how dare you like you just told me this you admitted to this that devastated my sister and now I'm just supposed to fall at your feet and say yes Mm -hmm. she was like fuck you he starts with in vain I have struggled it will not do my feelings will not be repressed you must allow me to tell you how ardently I admire and love you which I love the way I do love that part yes um and then she just stands there for a minute and she's like are you fucking kidding me like (laughs) she doesn't say that but yes you just see that shit on her face you know Yeah, that was a great part in the movie right because she really does like her face is looking at him like are you fucking kidding me right now and then she's like um in such cases as this it is i believe the established mode to express a sense of obligation for the sentiments avowed and i'm just like (laughs) is that basically like a fuck you in right well she's saying usually when people propose they talk about how much they like each other not how poor the person is or how terrible their (laughs) relations are or (laughs) he does insult her very much he does does. He's such a dick. I have never desired your good opinion and you have certainly bestowed it most unwillingly. Yes, Colleen. I know. Mm. Yes. She's so amazing. I just think that, you know, and it's it's maybe, maybe 20, 20 or 30 pages after that where they get to Pemberley and she runs into him. Yeah. Um, Alicia, did we say who your favorite character was? I'm sorry, I got sidetracked. No, so it's either... It's both of them. It's it's Lizzie and it's Mr. Darcy. Because yeah. obviously Mr. Darcy's a dick and we'll go into Mr. Darcy later. I He's like silly. Lizzie because she's very much that character 
Kaylee, that you like so much, the the Joes of the world, the yeah, I'm not March. gonna conform to the society that like I was raised in. Right, I know I'm, I'm older and I should be married by now, but I don't, I'm not going to marry just because someone says I have to marry. She's right. sassy. She doesn't care what your status is and she's going to tell you how it is. Mm-hmm. But hence the pride and prejudice, she does have a lot of that. She does. And, and which I like too, because we do have that. We do. You know? So it's real. Yeah. They were then, both prejudiced of each other. I feel like. Oh, they, yeah, they judged the yes. fuck out of one another. Oh, yeah. Really but did. I mean, he really did come off, though, very pretentious and a smug bastard from the get-go. Yeah. So, I mean, and every time they were together, he was insulting her. Like, yep. he needed her to put him in his place. Oh, yeah, he most, really did. Most ardently. Most ardently. <laughs> that is the best line, I will say. I do... Yeah, that part in watching them like here they are in the movie they're both soaking wet this rain is pouring down and <laughs> such a cool scene she's so pissed because so she just found out like he fucked up the relationship between yeah and her sister so you're like yeah i don't blame you like how i am with her like in my heart there's no way we could be together and he's just like bloody daddy daddy i don't know mm-hmm. how to communicate with people he tells her that at some point and i'm like yeah yeah you think Really? You're just a little, little off there, buddy. I think that's probably though because of his position. Like people have always been very reverent to him, and um, so he 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 doesn't feel like he is able to communicate with people on a on a level on the same level as him because nobody's allowed him to do that. Everybody's just been like, "Yes, Mr. Darcy." And first of all, call me. You're not even a lord. Calm down. <laughs> He definitely <laughs> had reasons, I think, to be or feel the way that he did. Yeah. Um, like a justification, if you will, to his behavior. I mean, when you find out, um, you know, this feud or this whatever between him and Wick- Wickerham. Wickham. 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 I always want to call him Wickerham. Um, <laughs> Sounds better for his dumbass. Yeah, it does. Like he was quite the cocky little shit so um and he was a terrible person so um seeing that and seeing kind of like where he kind of got a bad rap when he didn't really do anything if oh yeah 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 with the whole Wickham thing yeah yeah like you know one hit you know he's not going around saying anything but Wickham is and it's he's bad mouthing him and Mm -hmm. so therefore you get this like preconceived notion of Darcy being even more terrible than what you'd seen and and you'd be like oh okay yeah I could see that because we don't really know anything right other other than than he's a dick Mm -hmm. he's you know like you said pretentious But that's where Um, Lizzie's faults come in because she didn't even attempt to get the other side. She already had that prejudice against Mr. mm -hmm. Darcy because of the comments he made to her, like to her at the dance. And the comments that she heard when he's like talking shit about her. Yes. And so she didn't even let him explain. That she was not beautiful. And she's, he said it, you know, in front of uh, Mrs. Miss, not Mrs. I'm sorry, Miss Bingley, Mr. Bingley's sister. And she's fucking the worst, honestly. (gasps) 
She is kind of a bitch. You know, we actually have some really bad characters in this book. You have yeah. the bet Mrs. Bennett and Lydia Bennett. You have Miss Bingley, who is the sister who is a bitch. Then you have Wickham. And what is the aunt? Who what's the, her name? Because the, she is the worst. Darcy's aunt. Yeah. Oh, yes. The one who comes and confronts lady something she actually oh my and collins he's stupid too but yeah and i just want to punch this girl in the face yeah like how dare she honestly agreed she was what right does she have it's not they well as a lady as (laughs) as somebody whatever she wants as somebody who you know had his (laughs) had his fortunes not his fortunes but like as basically the matriarch of his family she really thought that she had the right and she didn't obviously because darcy was like yeah i'm, I'm gonna marry, marry my girl. cousin fuck you yeah and i was just like but wait a second like you should see me like last night i'm like wait hold wait on wait like isn't this her nephew so why would he why would she marry him? and i was like oh god no well, y'all know that was normal back then. I know, but you know, like I got, it's just wigs me out, man. That was so normal back then. I'm you trying to give a shit how normal it was. It still wigs me out. <laughs> I mean, come on now. So I love, um, I actually really love Jane. She is very, she's very meek, but her relationship mm. with Lizzie is makes me so happy. Like yeah. they, they just have the strongest, sweetest sister bond. And Jane is so quiet and sweet that Lizzie feels even more like that she has to take up for her and yeah. protect mm-hmm. her. And she's just so kind. Mm-hmm. It's almost two. A Lady Catherine. Two. Yes. Lady Catherine. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's her that bitch's stupid name. name. You can be at no loss, Miss Bennett, to understand the reason of my journey hither. Your own heart, your own conscience must tell you why I why I come. <laughs> and Lizzie's like, the fuck? I don't know why you're here. Why are you here? <laughs> I forgot you existed, homegirl. What you mean? He's like, I, like you're of no substance to me. Like, right? She I actually, saw you once. That was it. It indeed, you were mistaken, madam. I have not at all been able to account for the honor of seeing you here. And <laughs> I was I'm so good. They're so the war the the banter in this book is so like two-faced. It's so, you know, so nice on the surface, and I'll cut you underneath. You know, oh, I yeah. love that about there's the underlyingness yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Of that, like sarcasm. <laughs> I love like, that. Oh, I didn't have the pleasure of knowing why you're here, bitch. Why the fuck are you here? It's basically bless your heart. Oh, yes. yes. No, Lady Catherine, I also hate when they invite them over for the dinner party and she when she's and- visiting um Collins and what's her friend's name? I don't remember. Uh, I forgot. But shit. she like insists on her pay- playing the piano. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, I and- told you I'm not very good at it. She's like, I don't care. I want to hear it. You can do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and um, I liked Darcy's little sister, Georgiana. Oh, yes. That's where you start seeing this other side of Darcy. Yeah. And you, when she visits Pemberley and you get this other side from the servants too on how yeah. much Mr. Darcy 
is actually a really good guy. Mm -hmm. He adores his sister. He does right by his people on the estate and the towns that I guess he looks after. Yeah, overseas. Yeah, a big difference in the movie and the book Pemberley scenes is that um, they meet. I think they're actually outside. She doesn't see him, you know, talking to Georgiana um, in the the piano you know, room. In, in that room, that yeah. she, she sees him, and she like turns around immediately and is going to walk away, and she's so embarrassed, and and he's embarrassed. It says that both of them blush, which I love, and um they start talking and he's talking to Mr. Gardner and Mrs. Gardner who Lizzie is with and um this is like I said like 20 pages after her you know his rejected proposal and he had left her a letter kind of explaining the Wickham situation so he did yes so she so she kind of felt like oh shit you know I've kind of wronged him and she Mm -hmm. She, it does, it get, I think that little bit of time gives her the time to overcome her prejudice and her pride. Yes. Um, so she's there and after he spends like the whole afternoon with them, which they do not expect because he's such a, you know, high and mighty dude. And he's like, can I please introduce you to my sister? And which I think is the sweetest thing because this alpha hole. (laughs) <laughs> here mr. we go mr darcy's an alpha hole guys i'm gonna just take sarah's word and he is like can i please introduce you to my sister who is the person that he loves more than any other human being on the face of the earth and I, it was so sweet but also at pemberley the bingley's are there when she's there and Miss Bingley is being such a bitch. She is. She barely lets Lizzie speak to Georgiana. And anytime Lizzie attempts to speak to Georgiana, um, Miss Bingley like interrupts or talks to her or tries to butt in because she wasn't in the movie though, right? No. No. And in the movie, the sister is very, oh, I heard very up um, and like, energetic but in the book she's very shy very soft-spoken and very like internal right um so when she leave when lizzie and and the gardeners leave um miss bingley's being a huge bitch and like talking shit about her and how terrible she looked and how whatever and how she you know didn't take good care of herself and she just keeps going on and on and on and she'll pause and she waits for Darcy to, to say something to agree with her. And then she says something like, Oh, I remember the first time you saw her that you said, you know, you, you have, you have really great taste because the first time you saw her, you know, you said that she was not a very good looking woman and he stops her and he's like, you know, I have come to, you know, I did say that, but I have come to believe in our acquaintance that she's one of the most handsome women that I've ever met. And I was like, fuck you, Miss Bingley. <laughs> what a bitch. Honestly. Damn. I hope she marries a poor person. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst for her. She would hate that. Lydia and fucking Wickham, you know, um, I feel like they deserve each other, honestly. Uh, yeah. And they you don't get suck. it in the movie, but there was more 
like back and forth from Lydia in letters, right? Oh, At the okay. end of the book, pretty much asking for money and mm-hmm. them oh, moving. What? Yes. Yeah. Knew she that wasn't she happy. Was yeah. Well, she, she fucking ran off and married a douche canoe without knowing anything about it. And freaking the fact that Elizabeth and the gardeners are with Mr. Darcy, you know, when they find out this information and he, and he is like, no, it's fine. I'm going to go fix it. <laughs> and he, but he doesn't even tell her he's going to go. No, fix it. He doesn't. Like, he just, he's just like, I got to go. And then Bye. he goes and Lydia with her fat ass mouth, like <laughs> she's, she showing, she's showing the ring. You know, yeah. he blabs it that it was Mr. Darcy who found them. It was Mr. Mm-hmm. Darcy who put up the money for the wedding, the right. dowry, the dowry, right? Yeah. That because Wickham refused to marry her. Yes, unless yeah. he had so much money. Yeah, and the uncle put up like her uncle put up a shit ton of money just to keep mm-hmm. it all quiet, hush hush, of like her being like ridiculous and running off, like. You didn't do that shit back in the day like that. No, you Ooh. thought it was uncle. It was actually Mr. Darcy. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, it was Mr. That's- Darcy. But <laughs> there is a character who I really enjoyed in the book and he makes his appearance in the movie, but it's not as significant as in the book. And it's Darcy's, is it his cousin? or his friend the military oh yeah 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 he's in the book more you meet him at lady catherine's house and fitzgerald or oh um, fitzgibbons or fitzgibbons yes 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 fitzgibbons but in the book lizzie goes on walks with him around the gardens a lot at lady catherine's or the collins and they become friends like legit friends and I really enjoyed that aspect of the book. It was really nice to see Lizzie opening up and having a friendship, getting to know little pieces yeah. of Mr. Darcy from someone who's not in the circles of back home. and yeah. the big Right. Somebody that actually knows him. Yes. Yeah. Not just rumors. And knows the goodness of him and not like, you know, Miss Bingley who pretended she <laughs> knew him so well and yeah. was all... She was terrible. She was oh, awful. I hated her. I couldn't decide who I hated more, her or Mrs. Bennett. So, uh, okay. I, Mrs. I, Bennett. She's just, uh, okay. She's hurting like, her poor nerves, guys. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. That's like one of my favorite. I love one of my favorite quotes from Mr. Bennett. He's like, Oh, I've known your nurse for the past 30 years or something yeah. like yeah. that. It's like in, in the, the very beginning. Yeah. Well, and in the beginning of the book, I can't remember if it happens in the movie or not, but Kitty, um, one of the daughters is coughing a lot and she's like, Kitty, stop coughing. You're my poor nurse. You're tearing them to shreds. And Mr. Bennett straight up is like, Kitty cares nothing for your nerves. She's her coughs care nothing for your nerves. He's so funny. He is I think really it does funny. happen in the movie because I remember it, her nerves came up a lot, even when like Liddy runs off and she's like, she must know what this is doing to my nerves. She's like laying in the bed and then they're like, they got married. And she's like, she's like, like Pops oh, it's okay. It's fine. Let's go. Ring the bell. Ring so, the bell. Okay. <laughs> I do in the book, in this story, Miss, Miss Bet, Mrs. Bennett 
I can understand because they have their house and their farm mm-hmm. and they don't have any sons. Right. And so the house, once Mr. Bennett dies, is going to go to Mr. Collins, their mm-hmm. cousin or whatever, yeah. because women can't own things. Right. So I can understand her want to have her daughters married off before Mr. Bennett dies for security. The need for her to want a like wealthy, it needs to be a wealthy, a established match. You know, that is where I get so annoyed or the fact that she doesn't give a shit about anything her daughters want besides getting them married off. Yeah, she was pissed when Lizzie told Mr. Collins no. She was like, what the hell is wrong with you, girl? Like, Mm -hmm. this is a good offer. And then you Uh, get Mr. uh, Bennett, who's the opposite, and he understands all this. Right. But he's just like, well, well. I love, I can't remember if it's a quote in the the book, but I know in the movie when they're, you know, at the water after she is refused (gasps) to marry Mr. Collins, and he's like, you know, from this day forward, you must be a stranger to one of your parents. <laughs> and he's like, Either- if you marry Mr. Collins, I will not speak to I- you for the rest of my life or something like right? that. Because he tells, he's like, if you, you know, if you, if you do marry Mr. If you do not marry Mr. Collins, um, your mother will never see you again. But oh if you do, I, I will never see you again. Mr. Yes. Bennett also had one of my other favorite quotes after he has that whole conversation which was so sweet with Lizzie and him at the end. Oh yeah. When, oh, like, when they're, when after oh my Darcy has asked yes, to marry and her like, and then Lizzie goes I in. understand he's prideful and not the nicest guy, but that all won't matter if you love him. Yeah. And so they go back and forth and he's like, I don't know if it's the movie or the book. Cause I haven't read the book uh, in a, about a year now, but he goes like at the end, after she leaves and he's so happy because she's actually happy and in love yes. he's like, if there's any suitors for kitty for the rest of not- my daughters <laughs> and the now. i'm quite at my leisure I'm, yes i love that quote. yes it's oh, definitely in the movie. i don't um, know if it's in the book too but it was definitely in the movie i saw that so freaking lady Catherine after she comes and she's like demand in the middle of the fucking night first of all go to bed you're old um and she's demanding lizzie to say that she would never marry uh mr darcy and lizzie's like i will not give you my word on that yeah and she's like you said you didn't want to marry him and she's like i'm you know he has not asked me but you know in the last 10 minutes or so but i, say, he <laughs> I just looked to that page how crazy <laughs> did you yes like but i she just was, she was terrible though because she mm-hmm. talked such shit about elizabeth's mom like yeah. um like the interrogation like everyone's eating soup at this table here she is trying to eat the soup Lady Catherine won't shut the hell up. She's constantly badgering her about like, oh, your education must have suffered. Being out. They're all out trying to get husbands. And I'm like, hey, if you throw all of your bait in at once, you're bound to come up with something. I mean, she had the right idea. You're right. You're not wrong. You She'd be like, these kids, I'm trying to get these girls married. I mean, the youngest one was what, 16 or 15? 
Lydia, yeah. Well, yes. no, Lydia's second youngest, right? Yes, I think Kitty and Mary are under under her mary because she's the one that played the pianoforte and she yeah. said that and she cried she was like i've been practicing all week i have um i have the lines where mr darcy is back he comes to her um and he's talking about you know when lady catherine had come to demand that of lizzie and oh, he yeah. heard that and he says it taught me to hope said he as i had scarcely ever allowed myself to hope before i knew enough of your disposition to be certain that had you been absolutely irrevocably decided against me also guys irrevocably is like one of my favorite words you would have acknowledged it to lady catherine frankly and openly oh yeah i do like that scene it's like she's in the movie she's hanging out there all night long like waiting on him to walk by (laughs) so the one thing that you don't get in the movie either from the book is after Jane's engagement with Mr. Bingley, they do walkabouts every day mm-hmm. and Jay and Lizzie and Mr. Darcy accompany them. And that's where they start talking a lot yeah. during these walks Okay, with Jane and Mr. Bingley. Because they have to have chaperones. Because they're not married yet. They're just engaged. Right. Courting. And I I thought that was a little, I enjoyed the dramatic flair of Mr. Darcy coming super sexy from the planes with the sunrise behind his back in the, in the movie. Beautiful music. In the book, you got them walking, (laughs) talking, getting to know each other very well. And then deciding to get married on the walk. Cause like in the movie, I'm like, y'all two haven't even seen each other and you in love. Right. So you get them, you get this whole part of them doing these walks together for what, like two weeks, just getting to know each other and talking while being chaperones. And I enjoyed it. I liked the dramatic flair of the, of the movie and it was really sexy and romantic and whatever. I also really like the movie, Mr. Darcy. So mm. that's just, that's what I picture now. Um, but I like that time that they were, they like laughed and joked and talked during these walks together, really got to, to grow their bond because after, you know, after everything they'd been through, it was time for them to actually become friends. So then that would make Lady Catherine's appearance more like explainable because I'm like this bitch just comes up out of nowhere in the middle (laughs) of the night like she ain't even seen him like what so that would make more sense than in the book if they had been walking and talking for weeks that she would feel threatened and would feel the need to pose the question to Lizzie okay so I love um you know after he declares everything and it's it's not until the next day that that Darcy comes to their house and Mrs. Bennett says, good gracious, if that disagreeable Mr. Darcy is Darcy is not coming here again with our dear Bingley, what can he mean by being so tice, tiresome as to always be coming here? <laughs> and then she changes her tune like immediately. She just worships him, basically. Well, because he's rich. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, because he proposed. <laughs> she knew about- he was like, she's like, oh, wait, he's fine now. You're going to marry Lizzie. Okay, you're right. fine. He, he put a ring on it. He put a ring on it. That's right. Yeah. And he was wealthier than Mr. Bingley. Mm hmm. Yeah. And owned half of Devonshire or whatever, Derbyshire. Derbyshire. Yeah, Derbyshire. Did you like, were you reading from the book when you, when you were talking about the quote from um, Mr. Bennett, Alicia? No. We all know him to be a proud, unpleasant sort of man, but this would be nothing if you really liked him. Like you fucking almost quoted that to the T. <laughs> she liked it a little bit. A little bit. It was a good quote. Yeah, there. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's definitely some. I just, I think maybe because it is like it's not as dramatic or not as you know smutty than what I'm used to. Maybe I'm not sure. I definitely tried. I will say that I tried. There were even in the movie race. You didn't. I don't know. There are certain parts of the movie I just love so much when. Lizzie is leaving after Jane got sick and she's going into the carriage and Mr. Darcy helps her. And she like, looks back, like, why are you helping me up? Because he's never that nice. And then when he walks away and you see him, he does this thing with his hand. Oh, I love that part. I get chills. I'm like, yeah. And when he says he loves her to propose, he stutters. That's like my favorite. He's like, I love, I love, I love you. <laughs> or I think that's at the end. Sorry. I love you. <laughs> like, I love it. It's so good. Um, I won't lie. The my I guess like favorite scene of the movie is the very last one when she says, Don't call me dear. That's what my my father calls my mother when he's yeah. cross with her. And he's like, well, should I call you Mrs. Darcy? And she goes, no, not for that. Like, you should only call me Mrs. Darcy when you are this, 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 and this. And he's like, okay, Mrs. Darcy, Mrs. Darcy, Mrs. Mrs. Darcy. Darcy. And I was like, wait, did they already get married? Did we miss the wedding? Like, damn. Oh, yeah, because she was at Pemberley. That would never have been allowed. They would never have been allowed to be alone unless they were married. But I did like that little part. That was cute. You know what I love about classics is all the different types of books you get from them all the different published copies out there there are so many beautiful copies in the world of these classics the covers or like adaptations no like the actual book just different publishing so Mm -hmm. the one I have lit joy uh, which is a book box company they did a whole they have a whole classics condition or a collection that they have done and yeah. they did pride and prejudice and it's just beautiful illustrations wow. with gold and black gold sprayed edges they have illustrations throughout it wow and just the the children's one that I read with the illustrations I know Julie from sawdust and oddities on on Instagram she has it's her it's the only book she rereads really. And she likes to collect the different versions of it. Yeah. And she has this really amazing, it kind of reminds me of a Halloween, Halloween inspired one where, oh, it's beautiful. Ooh. It's like black cover and it, Mrs. Darcy looks like tall and lanky with a, with a cane on it. It's oh, such a cool I think I've cover. seen that one. So cool. It just, 
I love all the different covers, all the different yeah. ways that they publish this book. There are just so many amazing copies out there mm-hmm. from different publish- publishers. Beautiful copies. Yes. So this, um, I just found this quote. It's a, uh, it's the letter Mr. Bennett sent to Mr. Collins to tell him that Lizzie was getting married. And it's, dear sir, I must trouble you once more for congratulations. Elizabeth will soon be the wife of Mr. Darcy. Console Lady Catherine as well as you can. But if I were you, I would stand by the nephew. He has more to give. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) So that came towards the end of the book? Yeah, that's that's like, that's the last, um, that's the fourth to the last page. So almost like an epilogue. (laughs) Yeah. He was basically like, I know you love this uh, Lady Catherine, but uh, I think you <laughs> might want to like the nephew better. Yeah, for sure. So I guess that pretty much does it, right? I mean, I think we've covered everything. We can, I mean, despite my not loving it as much as the two of you, <laughs> I'm definitely not like a hater. I mean, it's I can definitely find the joy and the simplicity in it and still- yeah. I mean, it's a classic, so it's forever going to be a, a, a yeah. classic. So, and I know Kaylee wants us to read Little, Little Women. Women. Oh, so. oh it's so good. <laughs> okay. The language and the language in that one is not bad. It's such an easy read, but it's so beautiful I, and graceful. I don't want you to ever utter the words an easy read, Miss. I read the latest Crescent City in a day and two hours. For real. <laughs> like, I don't care if you was locked up from COVID or not. The shit don't count. She's like, oh yeah, it's 10 o'clock Rachel's time. I'm 60% in. <laughs> I know. She read it in two days. Oh, oh If you add up the hours, I swear she read it probably in 15 hours. Yeah, it probably was. It's gonna take me five thousand days. I bet you your Kindle <laughs> will tell you how fast you actually read it. I don't. I don't even know where my Kindle is, to be honest. So, guys, check us out on our Instagram page at the Territorial Fate Podcast, and check out some of our ones that we mentioned today, like Lit Joy and Ange by yeah. uh, Art by Ange. I never. I always want to call. This is all her husband's fault. We're <laughs> still blaming him because I never want to say her name right because he's got me all squirrely with it now. Andrea Aguirre. Check out her her fan art because she does some great things and she actually designed a cover. She did. She designed a book cover for a fanfic by LL Diamond called Confined with Miss Mr. Darcy. It mm-hmm. is a modern take on Pride and Prejudice from with COVID. With COVID. <laughs> When COVID first started and she designed so the cover, it's beautiful. And it's so cute. Like I adore it. And it was a very cute, cute read. Um, I did read that in just a matter of hours. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, our Facebook page, you can also find us there. Our episodes are uploaded to Facebook once Alicia posts to our um, Anchor and Spotify and I- iPod, all of our podcasts. <laughs> iPod, Apple podcast. Crap. I never say that right either. Dang it. I'm on a roll today. Last week I nailed it. This week I'm struggle bus. So until next time, guys. Happy listening. <laughs>